in five, four. What is that from? Wayne's World, right? <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I should watch that. It's a good one. It really is. <clears throat> back beautiful listeners it's time for another episode of the chips and bits podcast mm. i'm your host this week matthew anderson and with me as always the venerable kenny myers yay <laughs> yay me he's so excited if you can't tell i am excited yeah we need to crank his volume up a bit more i think still no i think it's fine okay. first of all listen mr all of a sudden now i want to do all the audio stuff <laughs> uh you should see. Look at my bars; they're crazy. Yo. You have some crazy bars on the screen right now. Maybe you should tweak your volume a little bit. Maybe I should. Yeah. So this week we're talking about another uh, another wonderful game, uh, another unexpectedly wonderful game. Yes. It's called Remember Me. Yeah, it's old. It's a little old-ish. Two years. Year and yeah. a half. Yeah. It's older. Old in, in gaming terms, it's pretty much dead weight. We had a whole year off from this podcast, and then I think we, did. we, we played this late as well. I think you I played did it. Did we then... have a year off? Yeah. It doesn't feel like we had a year off. It was a short hiatus. Mm. So yeah, we played it's it rather just, late. But, it's uh, very nice. It was, it was good. It's from, a, it's from a company called Don't Nod, is that? It was good. That end of podcast. Yeah, yeah it was good. It was pretty good. It's from Don't Nod, which, Don't, I, which I, I, yeah. are very French. Yeah. And not that that makes a difference in whether or not they are competently able to produce a game. It's it's fine. Okay. I think everyone knows what the how I feel about the French. Yeah, right. And Paris is one of my favorite cities. Yeah. Listen, well, I'm so, not I'm not trying to be defensive. It's just So the the game uh it doesn't actually take place in Paris. It takes place in Neo Paris. Right. Which is a fake future rendition of maybe what Paris will look like in some year in the future. It's like Paris but in the future. 2000 something, 90, 89, 84, 2084. Are you sure? We'll use the notes to see who got it right. Okay. I think it's 2084. Is there a bet? Yes. What's the? The bet is um, whoever gets it right. Okay. So if it takes place in the year 2084 and I get it right, then you have to write the notes. Fuck that. No. <laughs> I wouldn't wish the notes, which, by the way, you've been doing an amazing job on. Oh, thank you. And if anyone has a, has a chance, all, all of you listening to this podcast, make sure you go look at the Shadow of Mordor notes from our last podcast, because they were a work of art. All right. Well, they we'll, were a work of art. We'll have to come up but with But not a chance. Else. I'm not taking that bet. All right. We'll You'd come up with something else. Me. I'm probably right. How about a Steam game? How about a $20 Steam game? All right. You're on. All right. We'll bet, we'll bet each other a game. Okay, so what happens if it's like 2086? Then it's neither Nobody of us wins. Win. Nope. It has so to be 100% accurate. So All you right. were what? 2089? That's your guess? And we can claim that Steam game at any time in case one of us wants to wait for a Steam sale. Sure. Very good. Sure. Yeah. Ooh, we can we could talk about it at the next podcast and see who won. Yeah. 
Ah, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, there you go. Other than the there next was, podcast. There wasn't enough to look forward to. <laughs> Other than the next podcast. Um, okay, so let's get on with it. Uh, this takes place in Neo-Paris in the future. Neo-Paris. And the general gist of the story, which in my opinion is quite um, quite excellent. Great. Yeah, um, is that in the future there's this company that has come up with a way to store memories yes. in computer banks. And something is happening to the people, and I can't remember if it's on purpose or if it's an accidental side effect of taking their memories. Everyone sort of implants the technology into their heads, and the com- the corporation in charge of it can start taking control of them, essentially. Yeah. And Building a small army, that kind of stuff. So the original sales pitch in this game is that this company created, a memorize, created itself so that if you're the type of person that, you know, you hate your life, you're depressed, you had some terrible thing happen, yeah. they will take that memory from you and they will replace it with something nice so yeah. that you don't have to remember that terrible memory. Or and remove it be, completely. Or remove it completely and you just have a great, wonderful life. Yeah. And instead, they people start turning into weird creatures that they call what? Something. Creepers? Listen, it's been a while. This is going to be a rough one. It has been a while. We really love this game, and I was insistent that we podcast about it because it was, it kind of went under the radar, and I think it's so fun. I thought it was so enjoyable that I wanted to make sure. But again, because we had that year off, yeah. Details are going to be sketchy. We did do a slight review, but let's let's be honest. We both, you know, don't care for school too much. We're not Mm -hmm. really. Those kind of lines. I'm, I'm going to go with creepers or leapers. Yeah. It's one of those two. Yeah. Well, no, we're not creepers. The, the things yeah, the, in the game. The are. things in the game. Who are people that something got messed up with their memories? There might actually be both creepers and leapers. Jeepers. Yeah, there, there might be. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so the character you play. Uh, in 2089. In 2084. Yeah. Is a woman named Nilan. Yep. And she's what's called a memory hunter. Yeah, if I remember correctly, and she is skilled at, um, you know, she's hired by companies to go and steal, or what they call in the game remix, yeah. other people's memories. And I and I, they don't really tell you too much about her past because you start the game off and she wakes up and she's had her memory erased. Right. But you kind of piece together that she was maybe not using it for, you know, altruistic purposes. It seems no. like she was hired by kind of like some shady people to go and, you know, convince them to do business deals with her, with them, et cetera, et cetera, and kind right. of mess things up. So, yep. so that's the setting. That's the plot setting. Um, that's the setup. That's the setup. It's more like it. The, the setting, which we should it's also Neo talk Paris. about. is Neo Paris. And it's In beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. It is so great. It is. Yeah. It's... Whoever decided that that's what neo paris is going to look like in 2084 what, what would you say is this a cyberpunk is that what you kind a of little describe bit it yeah as? It, a little bit you know what is it with cyberpunk everything and having to name thing after computer programs like i don't know i don't get the obsession with if you're doing cyberpunk someone has to be named like bit or you know some shit Chip. like that yeah or chips and bits or chips and bits who yeah. of course were the comical sidekicks and remember me <laughs> who followed oh, them that would have been great yeah if we were just like the old muppet men and remember me yeah maybe we can get the uh, don't nod guys to listen to this podcast and they can put chips and bits in the next remember me i if we can get the don't nods cousins or like yeah. third remove to listen to this <laughs> podcast that would be an accomplishment yeah achievement unlocked yeah. um yeah, so Video that, game it's it's beautiful, and then um, yeah, it's 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 your it's for for the most part, it's your standard you know third person uh, adventure game where you're you know it's moving the fight, around well, a city it's not and a, not like an adventure game. It's like pretty 
I, I don't know. How it's much kind you... of that, well, it's that new school, I always hate using this because it's the reference that most people will get, but it's that Assassin's Creed, you know, you do a lot of exploration trying to get to a certain area. No, not really, though. Fights. Because Assassin's you... Creed is open world by definition. Like, that's like, on a, like, this is very linear. Sure. A lot this more linear. This is very linear. No, but no, no. It is linear. Yes. I get It's I a get straight that. path, which is definitely not Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed is not, is not linear. No. But they, they do make it feel, the way that they've designed the levels, they did make it feel more open than just path to path because you were doing a little bit of exploration. You did look, I did, I was invested in the surroundings, so I did look around uh, pretty much everywhere I went, checked out the scenery and like went all the places I could go. Yeah, I would say that the thing that this game, one of the weakest parts of this game was actually those elements. Like it's mm-hmm. not that they were, they weren't terrible. They were good. They were solid. Like this is... This is what kind of separated this game from being like super amazing to just being really, really like great, I yeah. guess. I don't know. I guess I thought it was really, really amazing. No, I, I see where you're going. I feel like, um, you know, they they did such a good job of creating a setting um, and a group of characters and a story that was com- so compelling that they had you, you know, at their fingertips. And there yeah. were quite a few instances where they it seemed like they didn't take advantage of that fully. Right. Um, you were just sort of going along in the game, and thankfully right. like the game the was great. Some of the platforming great. stuff was pretty weak. I mm-hmm. remember, I remember just being like, "This is kind of, it's like you were progressing to cooler story parts." Yep. Like, and they invented this mechanism. I think, um, I think that one of the the more promising elements of it. I actually think the combat system was actually really, really fascinating. The combat system works where, uh, and I'm I'm coming back around. Just remind me to come back around. Before I'll do. I I'll do my it. best. So the combat system was a really nice component because you were able to pick like each action, each letter on a controller, like an X on Y, A, B, uh, actually had special abilities. And you essentially put them in slots and built out combos that did specific things. So like I think B was heal and A was like quick attack and Y was long attack and you could put. Uh, a three-piece p- move where you would do quick attack, long attack, and then heal at the end. Um, and so eventually, the gameplay element of it became really interesting in combat because you're jumping from all these platform areas that are kind of uh, normal, but then you get to the combat sequence, you fight uh, a person. I I literally I just lost this tangent. I literally was like halfway through so it, close. And, and I just you almost so made close. it to the end of it, <laughs> where I had a full, complete thought on this goddamn podcast. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a monumental occasion. I guess my principal point is that uh, die America die. So thankfully, um, I can challenge you on your your combat system. There, there's two mechanics in this game that are kind of unique to the game. Yeah. One of them is what you mentioned, the combo system. The other one is the memory remixing thing that they did. Um, and I thought one was great, and that was the memory remixing. Oh, that and was I so thought, cool. I thought one was not really good and compelling in any way, and that was the, the build-your-own-combat thing. Yeah. And I don't, I think Promising, that, though. I think that what they did, yeah, shows promise, and it was, it was interesting, but um, it suffered that same fate that the kind of multi-character thing in games has been doing to me lately, where I just I settle on characters and I just use those same characters and I'm not yeah. inclined to use the other ones. Yeah. Once you came up with what the best combo was that you could manufacture, you which didn't let's other ones. L- let's be fair, it was basically as many heals as you could get in the combo systems so that you were constantly replenishing your health and yeah, doing damage. It was pretty. It was tougher because it was hard. Yeah. yeah. And so once you got that combo, you just used the same 
key well, combinations the whole two time. Combos, two combos to fight, and then one combo that was pretty much just heal, heal, yeah. heal. You, so you I had, had like use my two combos and then go heal, 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 heal. Exactly. Heal. So we did exactly the same thing. You had a you had a weak combo and a strong combo. But it was original. It was. It just you know. So so again. But it was solid. Slight knock. You know, definitely it wasn't something spectacular. They could... Just like the platforming. Like the platforming was solid. It felt like it was challenging enough. It wasn't really hard. It wasn't really uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It, it was designed the way that everything was designed was enough so that you never felt like going from place to place was too much of a chore. Yep. Which is is pretty good. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's hard to do, especially with once again you figure out the combat system and like platforming is just pla- platforming is so it's like generic gameplay to me yeah. in every game. I like platformers I can't play anymore because I can't stand them. But yeah, so you know they they basically had this system that it it, it showed itself as a as a truly configurable plug and play system, but really how you interacted with it was from a very linear standpoint. I, I don't think they technically gave me anything other than at each step at each branch had they said would you like to be more of a healing type of fighter or this type of fighter and just built the combo for you it would have resulted in the same thing so it was more just like they showed you more than what you could actually do with it yeah um but on that line of thought to talk about the memory remix thing for a bit Ah, i thought thought that mechanic was fantastic pretty much like where's waldo yeah (laughs) but if yeah. Waldo, if if choosing the order of which puzzle of Waldo you found altered the result, yeah. So let's let's do our best to try and describe how this works. Um, you at, at the end of each uh, chap chapter, we'll call it of of the game. Not all of them, though. Not all of them. I was actually bummed because you showed the mechanic at yeah. the first one, and then there was a while before it the was, next yeah. one. There was like you beat the first boss was like almost immediately and you're like oh my god this is amazing and then mm-hmm. there's like seven like six or seven it was a long little mini run. fights yeah. yeah um but so th- there's these key characters that you come in contact with and you are as this nilan character you're you're remembering things that you used to be capable capable of doing one of those things was remixing people's thoughts and well, you're also taught i mean yes you're taught the capabilities by along the way an yeah. AI that appears. That you don't know is an AI until... Until the end. Can he spoil it for you? <laughs> Whatever. It says on the fucking podcast page. So uh, a guy. A guy that talks to Edge, you. right? Edge, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the essentially how it works is you come in contact with this whoever this person is, and then the gameplay totally shifts out of the third-person perspective. It becomes locked, and you are viewing uh, this person's... You basically plug into their brain. At a and specific moment in time. At a specific time. moment in time that you have, you've isolated. You don't get to pick that. And then you are watching this anywhere from 30 seconds to, you know, two minute long part of their memory. And you use the joystick, the thumbsticks, to rewind and forward, fast forward the time progression. And so what you do almost every time is you watch it play through once and you get the gist of what's happening. And you don't know exactly how you're supposed to remix it, but you know that you need to change something in that fragment of time to make the outcome what you want it to be. Right. And so you rewind the time. And as you're going forward in slow motion, different aspects of the memory will then light up on the screen, like the steering wheel of a car or a gun on a table. And you can highlight it and do something with it, like take the safety off the gun or turn the steering wheel. And uh, it, it winds up, you can get yourself in a whole bunch of weird situations that don't work. And it's funny to see them play out because some of them are terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it was fascinating to do it each time. The basic gist is you rewind and fast forward through a moment in time, altering it to fit your goals. Thanks, Kenny. Yeah. That's 
I was, hey, now who's got the clear per- the thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's my one. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's some good stuff. That is some good stuff. Are you reviewing your own podcast? No, no. I was, oh, no, was going to say, let's, let's switch and do some bad stuff. Oh. We, oh, talk, yeah. we talked about the platform, you know, the kind of so-so so stuff. Said, we said it was beautiful. We said the platforming was okay and that the combat system was okay. But both showed were promise. like, yeah. the, the combat system showed the most promise as an original thing. Yep. Memory Remix was great. Memory Remix was awesome. All we have left were awesome elements. That's not true. Because the characters were great. Well, there's Kid Xmas. Except fucking Kid Xmas or Kid Christmas or whatever his name <laughs> that was. That seems like the fight where they were trying to figure out how to do boss fights in It's like, I don't know. It's like, that was the one they gave the intern to or something. I, it was just like, who was in charge of that? He just comes out of nowhere. He's a dumb character. The boss fight's dumb. The story around it's it was just like this one Kid moment Xmas in the is game, like a media figure who's hunting you. He's like a bounty hunter, yeah. You know, memory hunters is in, the, in this game, mm-hmm. and he's like the superstar. I forget if he's a memory hunter or something else. He's in like an eraser. I don't know. Or he, no, like I'm that. like a yeah. He's like a no. The erasers are the a gang. wrestler or something, a media yeah. pop star guy. And it's just a really just crappy fight. Yeah, you you it's show up, fun. and the only reason you, every, everybody else that you come into contact with in the game has is hell bent. On stopping you for a very specific reason. Yeah. And you run into this guy very pretty early in the game, actually. And he just like doesn't like you because you used to be the memory hunter everyone talked about. And now he's the yeah. guy. And so he's gonna like snub you out. And he's this big, fat, muscly, dumb looking dude. And yeah. uh, it was terrible. It was awful. I was like, why is this here? It was an annoying fight. It really was. It's a, it was it was it's too bad it was too early, too. Yeah. I think they showed us the memory mechanic before they showed us the Kid Xmas fight. They did, though, yeah. Which did. is probably was just like... Probably what made you push through. Yeah, yeah. The Kid Xmas fight was rough, but the rest of the stuff was all, yeah, always yeah. fun. Yeah, thank goodness you pushed through, because, uh, yeah, all the other boss fights, uh, some of them were hard, some of them were relatively And they were all easy, justified. And they all made sense in the story. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, that one Kid Christmas, though, ugh. Oh, he's the worst. Terrible. Um, but other than that, there's, there's His memory cl- sticks with us to this day. Yeah. That's, it hasn't <laughs> been replaced, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's quite a few characters in the game, uh, yeah. and all of them, uh, it, it's weird. There's, there's so much about them that just the character models themselves, the voice acting was good. Yeah. The voice acting was great. Do you know what's interesting though? The story was great and the characters were good in service to the story but i don't particularly remember any character minus no no the main character was great Mm -hmm. and well i guess i remember that so there's two characters that stick out the ai which is not ai until you find out it is yeah no you remember them all so there's nil and there's edge i guess the the ones that help you along there's bad requests bad requests the other guy that's helping you yeah there's olga who's the other memory hunter and i can't remember the guy's name but the guy who has the little bar that you set up at in the beginning and he helps you oh, escape yeah. you know what they were all pretty good never mind yeah none of them were like and then know. there's the general i can't remember his name either but you're following him a lot and trying to like, get into places then there's yeah. your well i don't i guess we're spoiling it so then there's your mom and your dad right um, where you find out who you that don't know your mom or your, your mom dad or your when dad. you remix their memories. Which again, I mean, just that whole... Well, you know your dad's your dad. But... You know your dad, but you don't know your mom. Yeah. And you discover it on accident during a memory remix. And you I decide just... that the problem you're trying to solve was created to solve your problem. Oh, man. It just... I mean, how kind of, that's a good twist. Yeah, I mean, just just that description alone should get you to if, if yeah. you if you have time on your schedule to go out and play this game. I mean, all the different loops and the way that they use the memory mechanic to yeah. reveal aspects of the story and what you should be working on next is really fascinating. Oh man, and all the the way that they designed the world, uh, they're 
it's like they have a city and then they have a layer above it made out of like projections, like yeah. holographic projections. It's sort of like in Minority Report, you know, all the holograms always running through the thing. Yep. Um, the hallway, I guess, is what a normal person would call it. Um, and uh, you have like this little holographic projection on the back of your neck, and there's yep. and the UI. A lot of it is is holographic, and it just is so tastefully done. Yep. It is like it is beautiful. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, and from from an artistic standpoint, um, you know, I, I definitely respect when you, when you do that sort of thing. When it comes to creative direction and design in, in that sort of way, you have to commit to how you're going to implement it. Yeah. And when you commit like that, if you get it wrong, it really sucks. Yeah. But they committed to a lot of different aspects and all of them worked out really well. So it was actually, it worked out for them. Yeah. And from a programming perspective, that sounds right. Thanks, Kenny. <laughs> I'm glad you're my, the Abbott to my Costello here. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, they committed, they did world building and they did it really well. Um, everything doesn't necessarily make sense, but it feels right. Mm-hmm. Feels right. Oh, we almost forgot. We no, we didn't forget if we're going to talk about the music. The music. Yeah. Oh no, my that, god. That it's weird because the game was so great, mm-hmm. but the music was the best part. Yeah, it's like it's like the last ten percent that that ties it all together. But man, that ten the, the soundtrack in this game is it's like if you took it out, the game would be totally different. And if you look at the style and then you tried to guess in your brain what the soundtrack should be like, you wouldn't be able to come up with it. But then when you hear this, you're like, yeah, that's exactly what it should sound like. I was reading the composer, what he did. He said he took the game and he saw it and there was just so much information like going on that he was just overwhelmed by the amount of visual <laughs> stimuli going sure. on in the game. And so he took that and he took something completely somewhat normal, which is a, a full orchestra. Yeah. It's a full orchestral score and then he layered electronics and messed with it on like 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 he complicated the the yeah. the world by by adding all these electronic noises like all this noise to it. Yeah. Um it is so good. And and when like usually you hear electronic music and there's sort of a bad stereotype. Sure, yeah. In games where it's just like yeah. you know, it's like really bad. Or the traditional you're getting to an exciting boss fight so it builds a little bit, you know, Yeah, but you it's know. awful. Yeah. Or like the the when the distorted guitars start coming in, <laughs> that's my least favorite mm-hmm. any music. I wish they would stop using distorted guitars. I do too. Why do I picture all like composers on video games the same like long ponytailed white dude who has their slayer t-shirt on that's just like we just need to add some distorted guitars to this backbeat <laughs> i don't know um, I've, no, I've never pictured that <laughs> yeah they like they look like people from around here okay all right it's seattle for all those for our international listeners which sure. is the best city the french listeners yeah yeah um Bonjour. welcome uh so so the the music in this game was a combination of a full orchestra is the London. It's a symphony in London and an orchestra in London. And uh, this guy just layering all these really cool electronic things. And he does things like distort time or he'll, he'll stop stuff. And in fact, this is, I was thinking about this day. I'm so much. Do I love this music that I am going to do to actually insert some into this podcast. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. I'm just going to insert a little bit. And I don't want anyone to think that I'm going to put any more effort into the podcast moving (laughs) forward. But we're gonna we're gonna do a it's really a special treat. Pause. Yeah, it's a yeah. here's here's a little clip of this the music right now.
And we're back. And oh, we're that, back, yeah. Wasn't that wonderful? Oh, God. So good. Yeah, so, I mean, it's quite an achievement. I, I don't know what else to say about it other than, I mean, I felt like it fit perfectly. And, uh, yeah, especially the way they layered the electronics. There was quite a few different scenes where you get this feeling that you're in this world and, and the way you're interacting with it is very, uh, the, the best word I can come up with is glitchy. Yeah. And these random sounds happen in this beautiful music and all of a sudden, you're, and it just sounds like a glitch. Like it's not for a minute. You're like, Oh, I think it messed up. No, that's part yeah. of it. Wow. That was genius. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was, it was great. Glitchy actually, I think is a really good term, essentially taking this sort of very beautiful, like, like epic music yeah. and then glitching it out yeah. pretty much. So you just, just, and just another aspect that really makes you feel like, you know, I played this game and I was like, where did this come from? Who made this? Yeah. Why aren't more yeah. people talking? I mean, and now we follow that company. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to play whatever it is. They Life make. is strange. I have that. Yes. I'm about yeah. to play it. I'm about to start and it. And then they so. say, remember me too, maybe next. I, I would play it the day it comes out. You said today, you were like, I, 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 I smell. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like you to finish. What did that I call sentence. it? I smell what a breakthrough, a breakthrough, a breakthrough, a breakthrough. Yeah. A breakthrough. yeah. Do you it, smell it has, breakthroughs normally? It has that feel. You mean like kind of like kind of like two would be the one that tied together. Kind of like how Darksiders two smelt before you played it. Well, you might want to go with a better one that actually was a breakthrough. No, but I mean for me, like Mass Effect two. No, that doesn't work. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Because everyone knew who Bioware was before Mass Effect came yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of a, another publisher or something that is come up with something and then you're like oh the next game they make that's gonna be it you know yeah but i can't think of one so oh well yeah well Yay. if it's another games. remember me it should be pretty good yeah it should be great you know uh speaking of glitching mm -hmm. uh the game was very bug free it was i you know i have i just thought of that i had <laughs> i had a unique experience with it because um i had just so that's how long ago this was it was the first oh no don't talk about your controller setup. it was the first taxing... don't fucking talk about your stupid controller I, i'm setup. not going to okay i'm just gonna say it. it was the first taxing game i had played on my new computer yeah and i was playing it and i hadn't fully configured my computer correctly and so right. i was experiencing issues based on my own ineptitude um, which for the first couple of hours I attributed to the game incorrectly and thought, God, this sucks. Yeah. But no, to your point, as soon as I got that straightened out, yeah, I had no no issues with the game whatsoever. And it's completely irrelevant to the podcast about this game. It's not. You just mentioned glitches. Right. And it was bug-free experience. Except for me in the beginning. But it was your, you created the bug. Yes, I created the bug. You, you, you make in the software game. for a living. You should not blame the, if it's a user-created problem. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Matt, Matt made a sad face. No. <laughs> okay. That was, that was fine. I just wanted to have it be part of the story. Yeah, well, it was stupid. <laughs> and you shouldn't have set up your PlayStation controller with your crappy Bluetooth thing. Actually, this game was the uh, catalyst for you getting a new motherboard, if I recall. It was. It was yeah. actually also the catalyst for the first game I've ever played this on a computer. This game helped you solve a problem. It did. Yeah. It also was a catalyst for the first game that I had to play with a controller because for the love you of God, play trying to play this game with a mouse and keyboard yeah. was insane. Pretty much like playing Street Fighter with a yeah, mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I was keyboard. like, how did they expect I to play this with but a you know, I don't play mouse. many games without, if I don't have to, without a keyboard. I know that's very verboten among the PC crowd, but I love playing with a controller. That's, yeah, that's weird. I, I, I had never even thought 
of playing a game with a controller on my computer ever. And again, it's, it had been a long time. I'd been out right. of the computer world for 10 now years. Now it's like totally the Now thing. I can't even imagine not playing it's most totally of the, the games thing. with a controller. Most everyone so. has a controller for their Suck PC. it, keyboard and mouse fans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whoa. Sorry. Yeah, that was, that was harsh. <laughs> um, that The keyboard and mouse thing, I've been playing through... I'm going to do a little segue here. I've been playing through the Dragon Age series, and mm. one of the things I was looking forward to with Inquisition, which is the third, uh, is to use the controller. Less keyboard and mouse, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's great. It's yeah. liberating. Oh, it's so nice. Because I can lay down on my couch. Uh, play. So, uh, is there anything we're forgetting? Anything else we got to talk about? Uh, uh, no. You know, it is possible that our memories were remixed to make this game more positive. It's a stretch. Mm. Stretch. I remember it being great. This is okay. This is the end of the podcast. Is that we can dump all the bad jokes and nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. We'll just put some more music over top of that one. (laughs) See, I just signed you up for more work. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, that's it for Remember Me, uh, a game that we both enjoyed. And you should buy and play and tell everyone to play it, please. You should. Yeah, this is definitely a a, a developer, a a company that deserves all of your hard-earned dollars for whatever whatever they make next. Because they're doing interesting things. Yeah, I love it. Um, So yeah, go out and buy it. Um, And do we know what we're talking about next? They're doing interesting things and they're not making platformers. That's what I like (laughs) about this. They're just not making platformers. Uh, What's next? Do we have a... I don't know what's next. We, we forgot to check. We didn't do our due diligence. Holy I'm sorry. shit. Uh, let's make up a game. No, we can't. Because remember, there was maybe Broken Age or maybe something else, depending yeah. on well, release. Well, Broken Age probably won't make our deadline for recording. Yeah, because we have to play through it first. Yeah. So it's not that. It's something else. I don't know. I guess hey, it's going to be a mystery. Hey, what a great way to end the Remember Me podcast. Who knows what it's going to be? It's oh, going to be a surprise. Yeah. Except for the giant fucking image you'll be able to see. Right. Once we release this. On the this. homepage. We'll have figured it out by then, maybe. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we will see you next month on the first Monday of next month, whenever that is. We actually have no idea who you are, and we won't see you whatsoever. We do. No, we but have, we won't see them. I'm speaking directly to all of the French listeners. Are you? Are we going to go visit them and see them? Yes, we're going to hand this podcast to them and say, "Here hand you delivered. go." Listen to this. Just we remember me. You, you know, you, you are remember me. Is yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, okay. I know what I said. All right. For me, Dabla. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, that's it. Uh, I, I'm Matthew Anderson signing off, and with me was Kenny Myers. And thanks again for listening. We love you very much. Mm-hmm.